To me, Reiki feels like a warm, pink, soft, loving hug. It's nourishing, it's comforting, it's relaxing, and it's gentle yet exceptionally efficient. So in Reiki sessions, I've been able to visit past lives, communicate with my loved ones that have crossed over, um, seeing interdimensional frequencies, angels, guides, and energy moving in a space. And it's a nice place to start because when we use Reiki, there's some basic hand positions as a practitioner that we are trained to use that support the endocrine system, aspects of the physical body, and also the chakras. So you get a really well-rounded and balanced therapeutic session. Welcome to the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast, where we speak about all things related to spirituality, soul level healing, intuitive guidance, frequencies, and much more. I'm Amy Sikarski, licensed vocational nurse, past life hypnotherapist, master intuitive energy healer, and a clairvoyant physical channel. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Spirit School Online, where we offer courses in energy therapy, free guided meditations, courses and information around learning to connect in with your spirit guides, and much more. You can find me at amysikarski.com and offerings at spiritschoolonline.com. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. I'm Amy, and today I'm going to share a little bit about the energy therapy known as Reiki. And I had a request come in to speak about this here on the podcast. So I'd like to preface this by saying that I am a Reiki master teacher. I trained in Reiki in 2001. And I also teach it at spiritschoolonline.com from level one to teacher training. So if you're interested, then you could connect with me for a certification program if that's something that you're called to do. So Reiki is a Japanese form of energy therapy of hands-on healing. The frequency was discovered and then it was channeled through and shared by Dr. Usui. And Mr. Usui found this frequency when he was hiking and meditating on the top of Mount Kurama in Japan. And this was in 1922. Mr. Usui transitioned from the earth life a few years after. Mrs. Takata is known for introducing Reiki to the Western world. She went to visit her family in Japan and then came back to the Hawaiian Islands in the 1930s, bringing this information with her. There she trained students in this healing art of hands-on energy therapy. So this is how we were introduced here in the West to Reiki. And since then, there have been many different forms, different frequencies, and branches of Reiki. So last I heard there were over 30 types of Reiki. And this could be like, whoa, (laughs) what does that mean? And what is Reiki? 
So the word Reiki means universal life force energy. And the modality in the practice is where a Reiki practitioner is trained to connect with this frequency by cleansing their own energy channels, opening those channels, sensing the frequencies, and having it channel as a pure form of consciousness in through the vessel and to the person receiving. You can also, as a Reiki practitioner, do self-Reiki treatments. Reiki is one of the foundational forms of energy therapy amongst energy healers here in the United States at least. And it's because it was brought about over, well, close to 100 years ago, right? (laughs) Wow, that's a long time. And it's slowly taking notice as many of the more Western establishments are now incorporating this modality in their practice. So some hospitals and hospice centers use Reiki or allow it as a form of complementary medicine in their establishment. And the more and more that we study complementary medicine, C-A-M-CAM, then we are understanding that the healing and powerful effects on the body. So a lot of times Western medicine focuses on the body or it will focus on mental emotional through pharmaceuticals and talk therapy leaving out the spiritual and the energetic significance. So now that we have more of an opened awareness and more of an acceptance towards alternative and complementary medicines, it has allowed a space in which Reiki has been able to be introduced. And there are other forms of energy therapy. One right off the top of my head is therapeutic touch. That one is also... um, very much known in the medical community here in the United States. So Reiki is a beautiful modality. We all, if we have a desire, we can learn it. And if we find that there are any issues within our energy field or the channel, we clear it. And then the energy begins to flow. The more that we use Reiki as a practitioner, the stronger it becomes. The more that we channel energy, our chakras widen and our energy channels widen to allow that frequency through. To me, Reiki feels like a warm, pink, soft, loving hug. It's nourishing, it's comforting, it's relaxing, and it's gentle yet exceptionally efficient. So in Reiki sessions, I've been able to visit past lives communicate with my loved ones that have crossed over, Um, seeing interdimensional frequencies, angels, guides, and energy moving in a space. And it's a nice place to start because when we use Reiki, there's some basic hand positions as a practitioner that we are trained to use that support the endocrine system, aspects of the physical body, and also the chakras. So you get a really well-rounded and balanced therapeutic session. As a practitioner of any energy modality, you find over time that your intuitive abilities enhance and you begin to sense exactly what that particular client needs in that specific moment in that session. And so you'll begin to then flow 
in a more intuitive way. And we learn a little bit more about that in Reiki level two. So Reiki level one is to prime the system, to get the energy flowing, introduce you to the history and the basics and the energy. So you receive an attunement, which aligns you and attunes you to the Reiki frequency. And then as a student, you use the frequency specifically on yourself, plants and animals. And then when we flow to level two, that's typically when we would say, okay, start working on others. Level two takes it to the next level because it's a little bit more specified and you receive Japanese um, kanji symbols, which have a frequency and just like our words hold a specific meaning. So you would learn the power symbol, you will learn the distance symbol, the mental emotional symbol. These are the three most well-known. And um, in these experiences, when you have the attunements, at level two, you are given those symbols and the energy in your palm chakras and your heart so that it goes in your system and that your system can become better acquainted with that frequency you're also given the name of the symbol, and as you say like a mantra, the name, it can activate in your energy body. There's a specific way to use the symbol, and you'll find that as you use the symbols, you'll begin in sessions to understand which symbols are the most therapeutic or important to be used in that time. So when we start with Reiki, it's like anybody can learn it, right? You don't have to be clairvoyant, clairaudient, empathic. You don't. But what can happen is that after you start the process and offer multiple sessions and work on yourself, those gifts and abilities come online. And that's how I started seeing energy and hearing energy. And it actually helped me in my own personal practice to develop my intuition and trust spirit and communicate with my guides. So Reiki has many aspects to it that can be very personally healing and personally supportive, and then you can assist others with it. Reiki is very gentle. You can use Reiki on pets, on babies, on plants, on the elderly, those with chronic symptoms, um, those that are fatigued, it's a very gentle form of energy where the life force frequency is universal energy that is guided from source. So you place your hands on the body and the body will pull the energy where it needs to go. And often you will feel your hands get really hot. And that's a part of it, which is kind of nice because then you're like, oh, it's working. It's on. Yay. <laughs> it's always fun as a practitioner to feel the sensations. As you enhance your abilities and you start to feel into the intuitive pull, you will then notice that your hands want to go in the aura. And the aura is where you can find, oh, more more possibilities let's just say there's places in the aura where when you're holding the space the recipient can start to see visions their own past lives frequencies of colors dancing messages and memories can come through and it can happen in the physical body as well but 
When you're in the aura, you're working in the mental and the emotional field, and then you're working in the astral realm and beyond. So there really is a little bit more of an enhancement. Well, maybe not a little, a lot (laughs) more possibilities when you start working in the aura. And as you're a practitioner and you begin working, then that's when you start to find these experiences like, oh, it feels like the chakras are right here, or wow, there's a depletion or a cold sensation. It needs more energy, stagnant frequencies. The more that you begin to work with energy, your chakras become so sensitive, you can feel it. And my experience, my fingers would start to move. There was no definition for this. I didn't know, I didn't have an instructor that could explain it to me. So it was very rare. I think I saw a couple people online where their hands were doing that, but what I discovered is it's um, weaving light and repatterning, sealing holes, creating layers. It's healing at more of a psychic way, we call that. Psychic surgery can come through and the fingers move really quickly and your energy goes up. And so that's an enhancement from Reiki. Your natural abilities can come online And I find that we all have the natural ability to heal. And many of us were, if you want to call professional, but we were, we were significant healers in past lives for our community. And so all of those gifts and experiences just start to come through and you don't, it's not that you're trained. It's more like you're supported through the process when you come to that level and, um, you're remembering, you're discovering what you've always known So then we have the Reiki master level where you're given, students are given a really strong symbol that helps to amplify the frequency at a high, high level. And it's a beautiful experience. And um, to me, having all of the symbols and the experience from level one, two, and three is, is kind of like the bow on top. It just completed my training. It completed, um, my energetic adjustments that I needed to hold those frequencies. So you would receive, um, typically you receive one attunement per level, but my original Reiki master gave us two. So in my classes, you receive two 30 minute sessions with me privately and you take the training class online, and then we have our mentoring session. And in those mentoring sessions, you receive an attunement. So you get two for each level. Um, It's nice because it's like this uh, way of enhancing the frequency. You get a chance to learn it and work with it. And then with every attunement, it boosts the amount that you can hold, and it widens your energy channels so that more of that frequency can come in. And then we have the teacher training where we teach how to do the attunements and you get additional symbols for that. So Reiki is gentle. It's loving. To me, it's kind of like an initiation or a gateway into working with other frequencies. It teaches you how to move and sense energy. It teaches you compassion and how to be there for yourself and others. It teaches you how to work through time and space with the distance symbol. And like that's, 
that's what I do now, right? So um, when I first received level two training, it was in an in-person class and we split up and we went into separate rooms in the house. And I laid down as a receiver and then, you know, I took a minute just to settle in. And then I heard the energy and felt it come in. And the way that I noticed it come in was in my ears. And I could hear that toning, that, that humming. It felt so good. It was warm and soothing. And then the energy flowed all through my body. And the student that I was working with said that they were working with intention to be working around my head. And that's where I sensed it. And so it was quite an experience. Like, this was, how old was I? 20. I was 20, I think. <laughs> 20, 21. And it was so new to me to be able to experience and work with remote sessions. And now it's, you know, my go-to. So Reiki level two is really beautiful in that way. It helps you to also be able to sense. And in the class, we talk about working different techniques. So there are three, I think, that we usually would work with. One being like a hologram. So you're working or visualizing a hologram. And you can work with Reiki to clear space of homes and rooms, offices, cars, your wallet, your purse, everything. It's so nice to clear out energy. And then you bring in positive, really supportive, enhancing, peaceful energies. We can use Reiki to clear objects like jewelry and crystals. We can use it, I mentioned earlier, for plants and for your gardens. And you can use it for your food, like a prayer and a blessing. To me, Reiki is all energy healing. is like prayer. It's intentional, positive healing energy focused in a specific direction and way. And um, from there, you can enhance any of your readings, your energy sessions with that frequency initiating. Every time you start, you turn the Reiki on. Every time you close, you bless with Reiki and you close a space. And um, you can use Reiki in conjunction with readings, as I mentioned, also oracle card readings. Um, some practitioners will use Reiki to bless their essential oils or their spray, their um, products like their bath bombs. You can use Reiki for that. You can also use Reiki to help children sleep. You can charge up a pillow. You can charge up a stuffed animal and a blanket with that love. So Reiki is a beautiful healing modality. And if you've never tried it, I would highly encourage you to try a session. Um, each practitioner starts at the foundations with Reiki and then they expand beyond it. Many um, of them can or do. And they might go in different directions and add different frequencies and tools to their toolkit. So some of the forms of Reiki, I know, like I mentioned, there's it's said to be about 30 out there, but you have Karuna Reiki, which is next level. I feel at a foundational way. Karuna Reiki is very well established and known. And then you have kind of the, they're great and amazing. I've had sessions with these, but they're kind of like offshoots. Like, it's more like unicorn Reiki and angel Reiki and fairy Reiki. I've had all kinds of this past life Reiki. And really to me, it's just an alignment with those frequencies with the foundation of Reiki coming in, that universal life force energy. And the benefit of working with Reiki is that you're channeling in a frequency that's pure source energy. It's universal, it's clean, it's fresh, and it doesn't 
become something where you're giving your energy away and you feel fatigued. You should never feel fatigued with Reiki. If you do, you need to ground a bit more and recheck your channel. <laughs> Make sure the energy that's coming through is the Reiki frequency and you're not giving your energy away. And I said ground because it's a high energy Sometimes you can lose your ground and you float into the higher frequencies where you get that dizzy kind of sway feeling and then that can make us tired. Um, so yeah, I really encourage you if you are interested in Reiki to look into it further to receive a session. If you'd like to train, I'd be happy to have you join a course here at spiritschoolonline.com. And um, if you have any questions further about it, send me a message. So I want to thank everyone for joining me here on this episode, a short little episode, <laughs> sharing a tiny bit about Reiki. There's quite a bit more to experience and explore. So thank you, everyone. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave me some stars, <laughs> a review, a thumbs up. <laughs> whatever it might be on whatever platform you're tuning in. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. Hi, this is Amy, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in here at the Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast. This is a reminder that you can like and subscribe and follow to receive notifications for all upcoming episodes. I'm also sharing a chakra meditation for those who would like to leave a review on any of the audio platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and audible. So to receive the meditation, just send me an email at the spirit and soul healing podcast at gmail.com with a screenshot of your review. And I'm happy to share that with you. When you leave a review, you'll also be entered into the monthly drawing for a 30 minute energy therapy session or an angels and aura reading. And you can check the show notes below for this month's winner. Thank you.